0: The school is out. Which means it's time for high Kids. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids, Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 11 years old. Coming up on High Kids today, I will be talking to Elan Keat, an electrical engineer. Please tell me I got your surname right. Perfectly. Oh, great. <laughs> because I'm really bad at surnames on Hi <laughs> <laughs> Um But also, on the show, I will have a high-kids riddle to challenge your thinking. I will also have a general knowledge question to challenge your brain. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to answer the general knowledge question or if you just want to say hi. The SMS number is 34519 and charged 1 Rand 50 cents. You can send me a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374 and please sign your name, otherwise we can't give you a shout-out. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chaya Kids Day. I'll be talking to Alain Keith, an electrical engineer. This is Chaya Kids for Kids By Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm not going to tell you my age. (laughs) And are you ready for the riddle? Here it is. What invention lets you look right through a wall? Um, if you know the answer, then SMS the answer and your name to 34519. You could win a prize from Kid and Co. Again, who wouldn't want that? I know I would. I will be... Wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm so silly. We're going to be doing some questions with Elan Kitna right now. So, And he's an electrical engineer. So are you ready?
1: Lex, I'm ready. But I hope they're not difficult questions.
0: Trust me. I'm tried. I don't think they're difficult to me. Okay, so let's start.
1: Before you start, Lex, yeah? I hope you don't mind. I'd like to just say a few things. Yeah. Firstly, thanks to Chai FM for giving me this opportunity. It's really exciting. I haven't had uh, any opportunity like this before. And, uh, of course, my family's listening. So I want to give a shout-out to my wife, Simone, Levi, Rafi, Rivka. I hope you guys are listening. And uh, it's going to be real fun. Well, I also wanted to say, Lex, it's amazing that you do this. <laughs> and you're only... I don't know if I should say your age.
0: You can.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're only 11, and I know the other kids are 12 and thereabouts. And I think it's unbelievable that you guys are doing your own radio hosting at such a young age. It's incredible. It's something to really be admired, and it's inspirational.
0: Well, we're also so happy for you to be joining us today. Thank you. And so let's start.
1: Yeah, let's go for it.
0: Because I know we all want to know what an electrical engineer does. (sighs) And so let's start. Why did you want to become an electrical engineer?
1: so Lex I'll take you back it's a personal question and it actually goes back to my days at high school and I had to think about what do I want to do after school and I knew I wanted to get a a qualification I wanted to study at university and I thought to myself well let me study something that's going to give me the most opportunities in life to open the most doors I also thought I'm technically minded. I'm a technical person and uh, analytical person. Um, so, you know, things like maths and science. is
0: So when the Wi-Fi is down, who are you going to call? Yeah.
1: Ella! <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I also thought I'd like to choose a course, a university degree, that may give me more opportunity than, say, another degree. So I look for something that was more challenging, something that, obviously, that I would be able to do and something that I would, you know, be able to pass because at the end of the day, you really just need to make sure you finish the course.
0: It is very hard to pick something.
1: It is. So... I also thought to myself, you know, the world, this was like already 15 or more years ago, and the world is already like very technological. So much of what we do is based on like technology and devices and all the things around us. And I realized that it's going to be more and more the case going forward, going into the future. So I knew that electrical is really with involving computers and that kind of thing. That's going to be going in the right direction with the future of the world.
0: And... That's your answer.
1: Yeah. I also found like electricity was, it was so like weird. We don't know what it is. We can't see it. We can't touch it. Well, you better not touch it. <laughs> and um, other, other things were you kind of like intuitive to you. You know, if you, if you throw a ball, you know what's going to happen. It's going to go up and it's going to come down. But So with electricity, you don't really, I didn't know what, anything about it. So I really just wanted to do that course to learn about it.
0: So it's Thomas and Edison, yeah. Thomas, your hero. Like can you look after him.
1: Well, it's, he's done as an inventor and yes. uh, you know researcher. He's broken the ground for the world we know today. And a lot of inventors like him in those days, in the early days, where technology wasn't what it is today. They were those guys who did thousands and thousands of trials and to, to try and get things to work. And those those guys really paved the future for us.
0: Otherwise, we might be getting a lot more a lot more fires than we would have now because yeah. we have store might use scandals.
1: Absolutely.
0: So question number two. Sure. What does an electrical engineer do?
1: Well, do you mean what do I do? Or what do, do ele- you do? I like to sleep late and I like <laughs> to stay home. In your plat- job.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so an electrical engineer, well, it's very broad. The spectrum is huge. I mean, electrical engineers do so many different things. Basically, what you have to realize what I think is that engineers build the world around us. Everything you see is had some engineering input, some engineering involvement from buildings, from cars, from you know electricity and everything we use. So what engineers and electrical engineers do really like builds the world around us. It's like everything that you see, it's a, if it's a thing, it's like had some engineering involvement. So as electrical engineers or engineers in general, there's, there's two main things you've got to focus on or that we do focus on. There's the, obviously the technical side. There's the, the nuts and bolts of what you need to do and need to know as an engineer. It's the science and, and it's the engineering that uh, you use in the day job. And then there's also the important side of the society. Because we're involved in the world around us, we need to be cognizant. We need to worry about human, the humanity and people. So everything we do, we need to be concerned and thinking about safety of people and well-being of people and just the general development of, of the human race. One of the main things uh, I do as an electrical engineer and all engineers will do is you have to take responsibility. So... Responsibility for what you do and for what happens, what gets built, what you design and what uh, eventually is put out in the world. The engineer is the person who's responsible for that. So for the safety side of things, you're responsible to make sure that it is safe. And you're the one who can go to court and to jail if it's not safe and some somebody gets hurt, God forbid.
0: Mm. And how can you become an electrical engineer?
1: So... The government has a qualifications uh, sort of a standard. There's legislation, there's uh, legal rules about what kind of uh, qualifications you need. That actually starts from school age. Because uh, even if you get a standard 7 or a grade 9, you get a first sort of uh, qualification level that the the government recognizes. And then matric is another level and so on and so on. So to be an engineer, you need to get an undergraduate degree. Uh, Our universities in this country call it either a Bachelor of Science in Engineering or just a Bachelor of Engineering typically. Um, And that's a four-year degree.
0: And while we're talking about bachelor, do you know what it means? Does it mean anything?
1: It, it definitely comes from Latin. Latin. And I don't know what it. I can't remember. I'm sure I've heard it, but I don't remember what it is.
0: Like I hear bachelor, but what does it mean? Not like a bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> what does it
1: mean? Well, there's lots of bachelors doing the degrees, that's for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And what types of electric, ugh, sorry, mm. what type of electrical objects do you work with?
1: So... As I said before, there's such a huge range of of things we're involved with in the electrical field, in electrical engineering specifically. So the company I work for is called EHL, Consulting Engineers. And as consulting engineers, not designing specific equipment, we're actually involved in a range of engineering designs and systems. So we're involved... And I actually enjoy my job, but I'm grateful to have the opportunity to see such a wide range of equipment. Some of the stuff w- the, that we mainly deal with are things like generators, like what ESCOM would do, where you start with the gen- uh, creating the electricity. And um, things like cables or overhead transmission lines. Those are, you know, the things you see out in the field that carry power all over the place. Um, of course, there's trans- things like transformers. Uh cables I said con- transformers
0: aren't like those robots that come out of like cars <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think that's where they got it from. <laughs> but what they do is what transformers do, but really is they help in the electrical networks to um transmit power from one place to another. If I can try and put it simply ah. um we're also involved with things like computers and automation and things like robots where uh, things happen automatically. And yeah, uh, you know, there's a huge there's a huge range of electrical engineering.
0: Now it'll take us like a whole week to name them, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, what do you need to study to become an electrical engineer?
1: So you need the the courses that, uh, like like I said earlier, you need to study an undergraduate degree at a university to be officially an engineer. Now, it's not the only way to be, to have a title of an engineer. You can work in an engineering field, in companies that give you engineering work, and with experience, you can also call, you know, be called an engineer. But what I did is I went to Vitz University, and uh, I studied for four years. The first three years of electrical engineering are really like, very similar to all the other kinds of engineering. So the first three years is a lot of maths and science. The, the sciences, we call it physics, there's a little bit of chemistry. We do learn the basics of electrical circuits.
0: So you need to be a good at math. If you definitely. don't like math, I don't think this is the job for you. Definitely, definitely.
1: <laughs> uh, we look, We look at some of the software, computer programming in the first three years. And then in the final fourth year is where you really get to choose your specialty, what you want to specialize in.
0: And so what did you specialize in?
1: I did the fourth year specializing in in power, which is really like high voltage where we talk about generation at power stations and uh, taking power throughout the country and uh, using the power in, you know, in consumers.
0: As you said, sorry, Mm. as you said power, I thought like, have you ever been like um, shocked with electricity or anything like that? I was
1: wondering if you'd ask that and I'd have, I mean, I wouldn't be a real electrical engineer if I hadn't been shocked. But it wasn't through work really, it was just doing stuff at home, (laughs) doing DIY at home and I love doing that. So it's happened before that I've been shocked. But uh, small things, small, small shocks. It's, it's not r- that bad. Yeah, no, it hurts. It hurts. It, and I know people have been shocked on the electric fences a lot. Ooh. It's dangerous. It really is. things you have to be careful High of.
0: High walls, people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, in, I also yeah. wanted to say with, with studying electrical engineering, with having a career in engineering, doing the course, it really is mainly, and this is all university courses, it's mainly about learning to think. The information, the knowledge you get in the university is important, of course, for what you, you do after, what job you get. But the, the main exercises you do at university are being able to train your brain, to exercise your brain and to be able to work in problem solving and uh, to work in you know, coming up with solutions to things. There's also postgraduate studies that you could do, which in other words, after you've done your degree, you can do a master's degree. You can even go on to do doctorates in engineering. Um, and a few people like to do that to stay in the academics field. Mm. The nice thing about the uh, engineering in this country is that South African engineering group is a member of an international group. And that is recognized throughout the world. So, An engineer getting a degree in South Africa can really go and work in a a number of other countries, such as North America, USA, all around Europe, Australia. And there's no real transferring examinations that you need to do to to go and work in other countries. So there's a group of international countries that recognize the South African study, the South African degree Mm. for engineering.
0: And so, on to question number six. Mm. in what way um do you need maths to be an electrical engineer?
1: so the the best part, the thing I liked most about the maths in engineering is that we actually use, we take maths and we make it useful. Now, I mean, at school, you probably think maths is boring, and you know there's not much you can do with maths, but what we do with maths in engineering is take the basic, Mathematics, And we use it to apply it to systems, to equipment, to technical things. And that's actually how we are able to understand how these things can work and what they will do in certain situations. And that's actually important things to know when we are designing things for, for the industry or, you know, for engineering. And so when the maths is actually becoming practical and it's not just a theoretical exercise, that's actually when it counts. Mm.
0: And does your job have to do with science?
1: Lots of science. Lots. Lo- yeah. Uh, we study it for three years in university. We're doing physics. We learn about quantum mechanics. That's the stuff that Einstein used to talk about. Mm. And we learn about really the world around us. You know, it's a phys- The physical world around us is made up of energy and we, l- we have to learn how things interact with each other. And, and the way electricity works, it's quite amazing to think about it. But to understand it, you really have to go into the physics of it. You go really down into the molecules like electrons and atoms. And that actually helps us to understand electricity so that we can use it and design with it and make useful things out of it.
0: Mm. But before we carry on with the questions, I just want to remind people listening out there, um, the mm. riddle, and it is, what invention lets you look right through a wall? If you know the answer, then SMS the answer and your name to 34519. You could win a prize from Kid and Co. And again, who doesn't want that? I mean, I would want it. But back to the questions. Are you ready for the more questions? Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. Question number eight. (laughs) Do you make electronics or repair them?
1: Personally, I don't. Neither? It's not part of the work I do at my company. Our company uh, works mostly in heavy, what we call heavy industry, heavy engineering. So a lot of our work is in the mining industry. So we work with mines, you know, gold and platinum and coal. And we also do a lot of work in the manufacturing and factories and even where in food and beverage, we call it, where, you know, they make food in in big factories and, and beer. We've worked in the beer industry, SAB. Um, so we... I personally don't get involved with uh, Much electronics and that's because I'm at a Consulting firm as consultants we Are the specialists we tell our Clients what to do how to do it But uh, we don't actually do The building of things But I must be honest I I do repair electronic Things at home I do love My DIY (laughs) and always finding myself at home saying that I have to fix things and I mean I do have to fix things I'm always fixing things at home when my kids say can we play soccer I'll say sure I'm just going to fix something and then my wife says come for supper I'm just fixing that other thing so (laughs) I'm always fixing things at home
0: do you do any any DIYs like with electronics with your kids
1: no they're still a bit young but yeah we've uh, we do all DIY at home and they always love to help me
0: that's so nice and a lot of the devices we use today, like computers, robots, cell phones, GPS systems, need the work of electronic engineers. How are electrical engineers involved in creating and developing these devices?
1: So, Lex, you know, these, all these devices are electrical in nature. You know, they run on electricity. And because the engineer is the ultimate person who is responsible For designing these things The engineer is the person who has to have All the background knowledge and information Of how to make these things How to design these things And the engineer also takes into consideration You know, when designing What is going to be the cheapest Or the best value for money What is going to be the latest technology Making sure we're using the latest technology Uh, making sure things are done in time it's obviously important when we in the world making things happen we want it to be done within in time we don't have all the time in the world to get things working imagine we were building a road and it was just going as slow as it could then we're never going to get anywhere we also make sure that things are aesthetic you know that things look good if you look at your cell phone nowadays, if you look at cars nowadays, I mean, these things can be really good to look at. And that's part of the design. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, being that we operating or we working in our world around us, we must make sure that whatever we design and whatever things we do, that we're taking into account the environment, that it must be sustainable, that we do things that are not going to be short-sighted, that is not going to affect the world around us and for future generations. So, like these devices you talk about, I mean, the electrical engineering is actually the whole thing behind those devices. It's started in laboratories and in workshops where they build prototypes, where they build things that are for testing. They see how it can work and how they can improve it, and the engineers are the ones really are doing all of that.
0: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All I can say is wow. <laughs> so, does the job only have to do with devices
1: not at all and that's actually what I enjoy about my job the fact is engineering is about things but things are meaningless if it's not about people so engineers can maybe start uh, at their early career dealing with devices and equipment but as you get more experience and you grow in your profession, you start to have to manage people and manage projects. So I enjoy and I prefer dealing with people working in teams. It may, it, it, yes, it is around um, engineering solutions and doing technical things, but it's about how the people, how we manage to, the people to do it, how we, mani- how we design the thing that it is best for the, for the people who are going to use it. Another major thing is that um, remember, like the world runs on money, so whatever we do, we must make sure that it 's going to be profitable. You know the company that I work at we 're going to design things uh, as long as we 're in business, and we can continue to do business if we 're making money and if we're not, if, no, if people aren 't making money, then it doesn 't matter how wonderful the technology is or the the things you want to make if you don 't have money to do it, then you won 't go anywhere. Mm. Also, that uh, you know, that's something further than just engineering things is being able to give back, and that's now also what something I do in my job, and we taking in younger engineers, uh, as graduates from university or from technicons where they study the the same engineering principles, and they now need to develop and grow into engineers and professional engineers. So, by giving back, by paying it forward, we can now mentor these people. And uh, I'm also involved with a lot of mentorship of younger engineers so that they can learn what it means and what it takes to be an engineer.
0: Mm. And with technology changing so quickly, as you said, how does this affect the work of an electrical engineer?
1: So Lex, you see, the technology around us changes at such a rapid pace. And if engineers are not ahead of that game, or on top of that change, then they're not going to be successful. So South Africa particularly, and all countries around the world, have we have an organization called the Engineering Council of South Africa. And that is a, a body which uh, looks after the engineering profession for our country. In other words, anybody who's an engineer can join this organization. And they set out rules about what you need qualifications to become an engineer as well as when you are an engineer what do you need to do to continue being an engineer you must realize that you to be having the responsibility that the engineer has you need to be competent you need to be the person who is really reliable that he should be or he she should be the person who's responsible and so our organization and it's similar to doctors and similar to accountants, any profession like that, we have something called CPD, which stands for Continual Professional Development. And we have to, as qualified engineers registered with uh, Engineering Council, continue to develop our own knowledge to keep uh, abreast with technology and by going By doing learning of what's out in the world and what's out in the industry and by going to courses and continually improving our knowledge, like life is all about learning. You can never stop learning. You don't stop learning when you finish varsity. You have to continue. And there's a formal, like this uh, EXA makes it a, a requirement to be an engineer professionally that you must prove to them and to the engineering world that you are continuing with your learning.
0: Hmm. So we're gonna take one quick song break, and we'll be right back, and we'll give you the answer for the w- answer for the riddle, and you can win a prize from Kid and Co.
1: Can I also answer the riddle if I know the answer?
0: Sure. This is Ha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson, and I'm something years old. So the song was "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" from The Lion King, and we're going to, right now. We're gonna answer the Ha Kids riddle. So, let's, let's repeat it and then we'll answer it. What invention lets you look right through a wall? So, we've had a couple of answers and are you ready? Do you want to try and answer it, Ilan?
1: I just thought it's a great question since like uh, engineers do a lot of inventing.
0: Mm, yeah, so do you know?
1: I don't know the answer. You don't
0: know. And so, the answer is a window. Congrats to, congrats to Bracha. Well done. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. I'm not that great with names. But we also have a high Kids general knowledge question. So you can still answer that. So are you ready to come back into your questions, Ilan?
1: Definitely, Lex.
0: Right. What is the workplace of an electrical engineer like? What is it like?
1: What do you think it's like?
0: An office.
1: Boring. Dull. (laughs) No, actually, it's like every other office, Lex.
0: Every other office.
1: Yeah, typical office. There's people working at their desks. There's uh, secretaries. Is there
0: bright colours at least?
1: No. <gasps> definitely No, not. you
0: have to have bright colours.
1: Not in engineering, I'm afraid.
0: But it has to be bright and light because you bring <laughs> bright to each home and see.
1: Light to the see, world.
0: See, it has to be light and bright, like a yellow. Just little, t- like little tip there. <laughs> it's bright because you bring light.
1: So it's a very ordinary office working space.
0: There's nothing ordinary in this world.
1: (laughs) What we do a lot of is is create drawings. Everything we design, we put onto a drawing. The drawing is actually a picture speaking, telling you what actually the design is all about. And so our office is full of papers everywhere, drawings, huge size, A0 plots, and uh, it's just very much, uh, it's very busy with lots of drawings and uh, people running around.
0: Mm. I'm still on the dull thing. Why don't you have bright (laughs) colours? I'm sorry if I'm being annoying, but we need bright (laughs) colours.
1: I'll take it back to the office and see what we can do.
0: Yay. And can you tell me about the different kinds of engineers and what they do?
1: Okay, yeah, so there are a number of different engineering branches or disciplines we call it, for example, civil engineers civil engineers deal a lot with cement concrete and structures and uh, steel. They understand how to build things what the what it takes to build very high buildings, what the forces are so that it doesn 't fall down, and uh, bridges, things like that. We have environmental engineers it 's kind of a newer. Strain of engineering I've heard of them Those people are more focused Or that engineering is very focused on The world around us That it's healthy and that it's safe for people And that it doesn't cause any injuries They look at the light If there's enough light for us to do things You know if it's dark It can be dangerous to trip for example They're also worrying about uh, contamination Of the rivers and the sea Do
0: they look after animals?
1: And not engineers Well maybe like
0: environmental engineers.
1: Uh, maybe they do.
0: Like um, protect them from the light because the light <laughs> is just going out of imagination.
1: We ha- we also have chemical engineers and, uh, of course, like myself, electrical engineers. Um, it's one of the most more popular engineering uh, disciplines lately is biomedical engineering. Uh Biomedical engineering is actually a offshoot of electrical engineering, and they specialize in the medical world. So it's taking engineering knowledge and applying it to the medical world, where it relates to equipment for that you see in hospitals that will help people, uh, machines like X-ray machines, and uh, mass, you know things like that. Of course, there's aeronautical engineers, and they deal with things that fly. And um, I suppose the most common, most majority of uh, engineers are mechanical engineers, and uh, they deal with all everything around us, really.
0: Mm. <laughs> and um, w- I'm sorry. And um, what's the difference between the work of an electrical engineer and a computer e- engineer?
1: So a computer engineer, obviously it's quite a newer type of engineering. Electrical engineering has been around for, you know, decades, over a hundred years. So what they used to call in the old days is the difference between electrical engineers and uh, call it now computer engineers is what they used to call heavy current or light current. Uh, In other words, it's... The difference between the engineers—you deal with large power, like big power quantities, you know, like the SCOMs and the things that use uh, power to to work—much uh, more dangerous, uh, of course. And the computer engineers are really focusing on computers, devices, programming. A lot of computer programming is now popular.
0: Mm. Very interesting. And what jobs can you do with an electrical engineering degree?
1: So you can really do anything, to be honest. Anything.
0: Even like acting? Absolutely. Really?
1: Totally. It's funny. I've got a story. When I was in my fourth final year at university, there was about 100 people in the class. And right in the beginning of the year, one of our lecturers stood up and said to the class, people, you've now reached final year, You're in your fourth year, this is the last year of university as engineers. How many of you are going to be st- uh, working in engineering when you finish your degree? And out of the hundred kids in the class, about ten put up their hand. So a lot of people want to study engineering to get a basic understanding of things, to be able to do a course which makes you think and learn how to solve problems, but they don't want to work as engineers. And in this case, 90% of the engineering students didn't do engineering. Engineers often are found in, in the financial sector, in working in banks and investment companies. Of course, you can be a business person, entrepreneur, and really you can you can use the knowledge and just the ability to think as a starting point for any career in fact just the, the other day i was asked to go to court as a witness for a case to explain to the judge why what an engineer has to do so you know it's not only doing engineering here here i was in court so did you do it yeah it was yeah. very interesting
0: and before we carry on with the questions I just want to tell you who's listening what the general knowledge question is so you can answer so here's your general knowledge question for today what breed of a dog is believed to be the fastest if you know the answer then sms 34519 or whatsapp us at 0621482374 and let's get back into the questions right so if you know the answer please do tell us and also sign your name please Okay, so let's carry on. <laughs> okay. So, what would an electrical engineer do in hospitals? Are they needed for the machines used in hospitals?
1: Definitely, not so much on the on go, You know, the, the way the hospital runs, but the engineer, the electrical engineers, and especially the biomedical engineers, would have been involved in the design of these machines. So, um, when these machines are sent to hospitals that uh, to be used, you won't really see engineers involved anymore. You'll see the people who have uh, been trained to maintain, to fix, to service these machines, if they have problems, to fix them.
0: Mm. And okay, this is like a long thing of information. It's not too bad. My great-uncle is also an electrical engineer who has a computer networking company in Los Angeles. I know as a child he was always busy taking things apart and making things like his own remote-controlled airplane. Do you have any interests in this, like from when you were a child?
1: Yeah, Lex. I used to also take apart my toys, like the remote control cars and the TV remote. But I, I have to admit, I could never put it back together. <laughs> and that's maybe why I wanted to study engineering, so I could be able to learn how to make it work again. Um, I remember when I was in uh, grade 7 In those days it was standard 5 At my school we had a science project And everybody had to do some sort of project So my dad and I, we built a radio together A radio? Yeah And did it really
0: work?
1: Do you want to know the truth? (laughs) It didn't work But it was a really fun exercise We, We bought all the equipment And we followed instructions of how to build it Never knew why it didn't work
0: And we'll never know. We'll never know. (laughs) And if you ever did build anything, what was the coolest thing that you have built?
1: So during university, I built something which was really cool. It was a long time ago, and it was just when cars, it was something that would be used in cars, and it was something that cars didn't really have at the time. So it was a university project that uh, was really something that could be used in the real world we had to build a little circuit a little device that, that was sensitive to light so when it got dark your light gets a bit dimmer and when it gets bright around the light gets brighter so now actually you see it in a lot of cars when um, if you're driving behind, if you're driving, and you look behind the steering wheel at all the instruments that show you how fast you're going, they'll have a light. Yes. And if it's very sunny outside, that light needs to be bright for you to be able to see it. And if you go in a tunnel or it's night time, that light can be very dim. Because you don't need a lot of light anymore. So, we built a circuit that does that, that changes. So it
0: automatically. automatically
1: does it. changes the, in, the strength of the light based on how bright it is around you.
0: Wow. Like those lights that you can like hold the lights and all go as dim yes, as you want. Do yeah. we have those?
1: Yeah, so we bu- I did build one of those, uh, sort of an experiment that in the universe. amazing. But the coolest thing I'm building now is a mine. A mine? A whole mine. A man, A man, A platinum man. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, there are thousands of people involved in building it. But, but uh, you're building it. <laughs> we're building it. And as a team,
0: as you said, you like doing yeah, teams.
1: Yeah. And it's a huge project. It's actually. We've already been working on it for 10 years. 10 years? And it's going to be another few years till we finish. Wow. And the mine will actually carry on working for up to 40 years.
0: I thought you were going to say like 10 months. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a huge project. Wow. Cost costs billions of rands, and uh, when they mine all this platinum out the ground... So it'll help miners? Definitely. It creates thousands of jobs, and it's always where the jobs they focus on giving to the people who live in the area. So it actually uplifts the communities where they happen.
0: While we're talking about mines, Um, what if something happens, like something falls down? Would you be, like, charged for something something bad happens to the miners?
1: Yes, there's an engineer, not myself, not the consultants, but the engineer who is appointed on site, the person responsible on the mine, he may go to jail.
0: Okay. And so, what, a couple of few questions in a couple of few minutes.
1: Sure.
0: And so, why do power outages happen?
1: So, you know, it happens all over the world. I know people think ESCOM is terrible and it's only in South Africa. It's not true. Um, well, we get outages from three main things. Obviously, load shedding we know about. It's when ESCOM can't give enough power for all everyone to use. Uh, sometimes there are um, faults when the electricity trips. That's actually when the equipment is doing its job. And other times is when they have to do maintenance. And nothing lasts forever. Everything can break and everything has to be looked after.
0: mm. And do electrical engineers ever work with transport?
1: Yes, of course. That's the nice thing about electrical engineering. You really, electricity is in everything. So as an engineer, knowing electricity, you can work in any industry. Transport, railroad, Mm -hmm. rail trains use electricity. There's a little bit of electrical systems in cars. Yeah.
0: Mm. And so going back to our general knowledge question, um, what breed of dog is believed to be the fastest? Um, it's a greyhound well done to Ella who got that right well done Ella well done yay we'll get you some applause (laughs) oh yes but we also have foster dog um, so um, Akiva said the foster dog is my dog when it has stolen my shoe (laughs) that's such a (laughs) funny comment there
1: (laughs) we all like that comment there very nice Akiva
0: and we have one more question before we go Are you sad? I'm sad. And it is, what advice do you have for children listening who may be interested in a career of electrical engineering?
1: So I think it's a great career because there will always be jobs, especially for electrical engineers. And by the way, we need more female electrical engineers. If you can ask yourself, or you must ask yourself, do you like to know how stuff works? Do you want to know why things act the way they do? Do you like to take charge to be responsible? Do you want to improve the world around us if you have all these if you say yes to these then engineering is for you you can do a lot of reading beforehand you can do projects at home the science experiments as long as you get adult supervision but uh, most importantly you must just uh, choose something that you'll be passionate about whatever you do
0: okay that was so nice thank you elaine keith for coming into the studio it's my again pleasure. we had so much fun today and this has been Ha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and now I'll tell you how old I am. I'm eleven years old Join us tomorrow for another Ha Kids show, only on 101.9 Hi FM. Thank you to Mandy and Vussy for pushing the big red buttons. Thank you and bye!